And welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we are doing episode 117. But before we do that, we uh, we need to say that we were in the middle of our quills. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and we didn't get to review Rogue One. Yeah. Which was a interquel. Interquel. Right. And for people who don't know, an interquel is... A movie that takes place... Uh, between two other movies. Two other movies. So, obviously, it's taking place between, I would say, three or four. Episode three and four. Yeah, between uh, mostly, Revenge of the mostly, Sith and... Mostly, like, right at the new edge of beginning of four. Yes, you would say. correct, yeah. I say it's just the scrawl of four. It is. It's basically the, it's basically the crawl of four. Yeah. So, um, we didn't get to do that one because uh, it's October. We like to do a series of uh, thriller horror movies uh, that go along uh, together. So, we had to put that on halt. Uh, we might uh, go back and review uh, Rogue One. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, we are doing our ghost sequels for October. So, this is going to be fun. Ghost sequels, Jeremy. What do you say about that? Boo. 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 All right. So uh, <laughs> uh, we are actually doing the 2014 sequel to The Woman in Black. The Woman in Black 2, The Angel of Death. Yes. Yes. That is the one. Yes. You can stream this on Netflix. Okay. You can. You can. You can. <laughs> but should uh, you? We're going to let you know if you should do that or not through our review or you just make up your own mind uh 4.8 on imdb uh that's not a big rating um and uh I'm yeah and surprised. Uh, this movie you said was released direct to video in america but in yeah England, like, as w- like with a lot of sequels the same thing happened with bambi too mm-hmm. it was actually theatrically released in europe and in like in the uk but in the states it was uh it went direct to blu-ray and dvd Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but what? Nothing. <laughs> um, but do you have a plot synopsis about this movie? I do have a plot synopsis. Yeah. 40 years after Arthur Kipp's experience at Eel Marsh House, a group of children under the care of two women, escaping from war-torn London, arrive to the house and become the next target for the ghost of Jeanette Humphrey, otherwise known as... The woman in black. With the help of fellow soldier of a fellow soldier, the women and children must fend off the spirit of Jeanette Humphrey and end her presence once and for all. <laughs> once and for all. That was actually more exciting than the movie. Yes. Was that review? <laughs> yeah, it makes it I would sound so. action packed. Action packed. Um, like like we said, this uh, this movie is streaming on Netflix. It's from 2014. Um, it is a Tom Harper directed movie, and um, based on the Daniel Radcliffe uh, movie from 2012, correct? Yeah. This is a sequel. This is about 40. You would say 40 years later. It's, it's supposed to take place 40 years later. Yeah, during uh, uh, World War Two. Yeah, it's like 41. Right. Bombing of London. Right. Um, stars uh, not really that big names. I don't really know that many big names in this. Uh, Phoebe Fox mm-hmm. plays Eve, who is our main heroine, you would say. Yeah. 
Um, and, Helen McCrory uh, is probably Helen McCrory is probably like the the big one. She's actually married to uh, Damien Lewis from Homeland. And if you can believe that. Yeah, and she was Draco Malfoy's was mom Draco in Malfoy's, the Harry yeah, Potter mom. movies. So I bet, yeah, probably that one people would know. Uh, Adrian Rollins, he's done some stuff too. He plays uh, like that doctor who drives the bus oh, for them. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Rollins also was in the Harry Potter movies. He played <laughs> uh, James Potter, Harry Potter's dad. Was there anyone that was British that was not in no, the Harry it's, Potter it's movies? No, it's like the law and order of... <laughs> The, the law and order was of movies, James like Gordon? everybody, where like yeah, right? No, James Corden, uh, yeah, yeah, all those people from Gavin and Stacey, yeah, which which right. makes you wonder, is he really British? Is he really British? <laughs> if you were not in a Harry Potter you're not movie, in a Harry Potter are you movie? even in the UK? You're not even. You're not British. It's it's like a testament if you were British. Yes, right. That is that is like true. back back in the day. It was like were you went upstairs downstairs, then you were British. Yes. Now it's like Harry Potter. Oh, exactly. Down to Abbey. Stuff like that. Um, <laughs> should we tell everyone that we're on the No Phony Podcast Network? We should tell everybody that. So we are okay. on the No Phony Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Um, it is independent awesomeness. Mm-hmm. We have the ragtag group of podcasts. Ragtag. There's, in we, sound fact, like, we sound like we're the bad news bears. Of podcasts. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. The um, There's actually, if you go to nophonynetwork.com, there is a great video uh, that basically talks about the movies and and you know what's go or not movies the podcasts, podcasts and what's going on there. Um, it's like a cinematic marvel. It's wonderful. You should go check it out. Who's, who's that starring? Uh, the podcast logos. Oh, is it? Mostly. Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, Loop Dog would be in it. He Loop probably, Dog. <laughs> L O P D O double Loop Dog The uh Bud as Buttermaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the uh I, I wanted to call out holy. We wanted to call out so talking cod swallop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Call them out. <laughs> Ta- talking like cod swallop out. is having like their guys. two year anniversary. Yay, two years with and so uh, listen to those guys. Please do that. They've released a best of episode uh, with special guests and never heard of, never heard before audio and things like that. So definitely check that out. Um, if you what haven't, was, listened. what are their special guests? Was Ralph? What's his fuck it? I love that guy. He was a comedian. He actually hosted um, uh, the Joe Schmo show. I can't think of his name right now. God, he was great. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, the um, definitely check him out. I mean, yeah. they if you've not listened, like. Gemma and the rest of her team do like an excellent job. Yes. Uh, they're a required listen. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you go and listen to Talking Cod Swell Up to their two year anniversary episode or just start from the beginning. You you have a lot to catch up on. So just make your way through it. Yeah. Pace yourself. This isn't, you know, don't binge it. Yeah. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. We got we got everything. We got on everything there too. So just speaking go of a marathon and not a sprint, but we wish it was. It's the woman in black too. The, the woman angel in black of death too. Let's drop the deuce on this, shall we? Oh, I'd like to drop a oh, big steam like drop more deuce than deuce on this. on this one. So we open up. Uh, well, the bombs are going off. It's World War Two, right? Yeah. And we're in uh, one of those uh, shelters that you see all the time in, in movies. Well, and uh, it's. I mean, it was like a. It's a classic. Well, now we, we see it a lot. I think it's hard for, like, American audiences to kind of 
conceptualize, but like, you know, when the Germans were bombing London in World War Two, you know, they had tough things going on. Places, the houses were getting Look, I've up seen and, Mrs. Minivere, okay? I know. <laughs> um, but like a lot of times, like people were going to the countryside where were leaving just so that they were out of London where like these attacks were happening, right. especially children yes. were being sent to stay with families um, or like if they were orphaned, they were being sent away to like schools where they would, uh, you know, be teaching them almost like a boarding school thing away from the mm-hmm. the destruction. So, and, I mean, that's kind of how our characters get to where they're going. Yeah. Correct. Because yep. she is uh, our, our main character, Eve is kind of like this kind of what does she work for? Is she like a teacher? Yeah, she's a te- she's a teacher. Okay, I didn't quite get that. Yeah. But you it's know, like it's like the I think they work for like the British Defense kind of Okay, uh, that makes sense. So yeah. basically it's she's like the assistant te- like the mm-hmm. assistant whatever. And then there's a headmistress who's like the right the main teacher. Who's, yeah, yeah. Who um basically there's an attack in London they say, okay, we need to get these kids out of here. They are loading them on a train uh, to head out. And these kids didn't have family members outside of London, mm-hmm. you know, where they can go stay. So they have to take them somewhere. So in this case, uh, you know, like a lot of times you have places where they volunteered to take on kids where they were do- trying to do their part. Sure. Um, this one, and these kids had nowhere to go. So... They decided to take them to Eelmarsh House. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, why, yeah. take them to a murder house. Why well, don't we? Yeah, a house that, like, nobody has been in for... Right. For, the whole town is abandoned. Right. So you would think, well, maybe well maybe that's uh, the reason why. Yeah. Because, well, you know, no one's going to bomb, like, a right. town. Well, but they still have, like, decoys out there. <laughs> that's true. That That is kind of, yeah, that's weird. But that's a yeah. little side plot that's kind of, like... Yeah, it's, this it's movie odd. is a little bit, um, I would say, jagged in in its plot. Like it, it kind of goes up and down. Where you're like, where are you going with this? A little bit. Look, um, we both decided that this is a fine acted movie. These are these are actors who know their craft, right? Yeah, they're giving something and they're saying it up on screen. It's it's I'm really conflicted about this one. But I'm very like the plot is kind of all over the point on this one. And basically this movie is just called jump scare. There's a lot of yeah. jump scares in this movie. Right? Yes. Well, okay, so I'll say like I've seen plenty of movies where there are jump scares. Yes. But they are like purposeful jump scares. Right. And like you do a usually you do a false jump scare to get people heightened and then to let their guard down right and then you do the real jump and then you scare. do the real jump scare yeah because all that tension builds right. you want them to drop it so that they really get shocked but the like whole time like, i was looking for the real jump scare, and it wasn't happening and it didn't happen in this movie no and even then like occasionally they would do a like in the background you would see something or like you would right, see like a, and it was it was just nothing that was seen all jumpy that enough for the actual stuff it's like someone going scary. to the sink you know, getting something out of the medicine cabinet and then closing it. And, oh, no, the ghost is behind them now in the mirror. Yeah. We've never seen that before. Yeah. Like, if you've seen that, which is not in this movie, by the way, but I'm just saying, like, we've come accustomed to things in, in horror movies to where it's like, this is almost a cliche of itself. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, there was not, 
it just was not happening. It right. was really awkward. Um, I will say, like, some things this movie does do, it does not pull punches with, like, killing children. No. I was pretty shocked. Because remember, I was just like, um, how far cast are children? And um, if sequels tell me anything, is that the the body count goes up. And so are we going to kill children? I mean, really? And uh, we do. And uh, so, like, but that and, happens in the first movie, too, though. That does happen in the first movie, yeah. I mean, it's, and, but it's not like we we never really see the children, you know, like, I don't know how to how to say that. Yeah. It's not torture porn, right? Yeah. You know, which is, which is great because we don't want to see that. And it's not heightened for a reason that it's to shock, which is fine. Right. You know what I mean? Which is good because you don't want, because killing children off is pretty touchy anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So having said that, that's that's fine and dandy, but it just there's it just this falls flat. This movie really does fall flat. A yeah. lot of times the jump scare happens, like you were saying, you're like, okay, the music's starting. All right, it's going, going, and then the music cuts off, and then the jump scare happens. Yep. It's like I went on this. Uh, I don't do rides very well on amusement parks, and someone talked me into doing one of those where it shoots up in the air. Right, yeah. and then you come down and like you bounce up and down. I noticed when we were in line, uh, every time that like the guy working it did this to the employee, or the employee, that's when he shot up. So I had anticipated everything, so yeah. I knew when it was going to happen because I was I'm really like scared of that stuff. Yeah. So I like pre-planned all that in my head. That's what I feel like this is doing. It's like we don't want to be too scary. I don't think that's what they were trying. I think they were like... They really thought that that would scare us? Well, I think they thought like... I don't know. I think they didn't know how to like... To do the scares. Like, because really like... You don't fight the woman in black. You didn't in the last movie either. The first one had a lot of jump scares. But the first one also relied a lot on like... um, like on the environment being creepy, like we spent yeah, a lot I mean, more that's time what I mean. The, marsh the first one, the first one, which is very gothic to begin with, which mm-hmm. I like gothic horror. Yeah, I kind of relied on the fact of of the aestheticness of the setting, in in a way that that helped um, blend into what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So the the jump scares or the scares in that seemed to be more heightened in a way that like I felt was more authentic, and perhaps. Yeah, um, Daniel Radcliffe's acting though helped that as well too. Not that these are bad actors in this movie, but Daniel Daniel Radcliffe's on kind of a different level uh, yeah. than than most people just because of his instincts that he has. So having said that, it just seems like um, setting this like forty years later and where it's all kind of like grody, and I don't know that just didn't work for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, like and in the house before, yeah, like you said, it was just gothic, and now it's like. That's garbage. Now it's like hoarders. Yeah. Minus minus everything in it. But it's like it's corroded, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's a typical uh creepy house. Yeah. Like there's nothing there's no there's no history to it because yeah. the history is all corroded in a way. Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, mm, no, I don't prefer that too much. And like I almost would rather have like spent more time talking about the village. I honestly would too because that was more creepy to me when we saw the guy with no eyes 
when she went to the village. Uh, the blind guy, yeah. The blind guy. Sorry. Yeah, the blind guy. I mean, he had With no vision. Yeah. Sorry, not no eyes. And, like, all the children that had died were with him. Were still haunting. Were all still haunting. I was more about that. And so I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know me, a mythology of stories. Like, I think there's more of a mythology in the village than there is the house. Yes. And so you can still do a woman in black, but can't she go, like, I mean, can't she just, because we have to go back to the house. Yeah. Not only once, but, like, later on in the movie, we go back to the house. Yeah. So she, she just always connected with that house then? Well, she I mean? she was getting the kids in the village before. That's what I mean. So it's like, why can't we just have the kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it made no sense. This movie also was supposed to. I don't know if you read this, but it, the original script had it be um, like an asylum. Yeah, like the house was supposed soldiers? to be a mental hospital yeah. for soldiers, which actually probably would have been better. Yep, I think because um, again, you're laying the groundwork. You know, this is just. Um, like that creepy corner of like a basement, yeah, that, of a house that you don't want to go to, yeah. You're like, eh, well, well, and it I can, might be creepy, but whatever. I I thought that too because I did I had read that, but the here, my problem with that is the lady or the woman in black is so tied to like kids mm-hmm. as part of her deal that I don't know if the mental hospital thing would have worked. Because they're, you know, unless you have children there, too, or something tied to that. Right. I don't know how that would have gone down. I just don't think it would have worked quite as well. Yeah. I like, agree, too. Like, I think it's just so... I don't know. Like, the way that the jump scares coincide with the aestheticness of the plot, right? It just didn't work. It was almost like I wanted it to be gothic again. Yeah. Okay. Said it a couple, couple years later. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. I, I, I needed something more real. I needed there to be history with the house. Well, okay. So I liked I liked the fact that it skipped forward. Mm-hmm. The way that they all of a sudden, like, the house was just like, I don't know, just the whole, like, especially in the 40s, like, that a whole town is abandoned and whatever seems odd to me. Um, yeah, it almost would have been cooler, I think, if the town had been abandoned and you had these people moving to the village to this will be your temporary residences mm. and then like fa- multiple families being haunted or something. Right. Like I that. don't know why we just needed the house. Yeah. I think it's because it's so iconic through the first movie. Well, yeah. And then they were like, Perhaps. they were like, there are other kids coming. They'll be here, mm-hmm. you know, in a while. Mm hmm. But I don't I don't know how long they were even there. Yeah. Like I thought they were there a while, but sure. Let's talk about the look of this movie, especially the lighting um, that happens. Yeah. So sometimes I do want to say, like overall, like I thought there were well set up shots. I thought there were like uh, I it's again so tough because I think they they were like let's do this thing cinematically. You know, I I think just like how the acting. I think is good. Mm-hmm. I think like some of the, the shots and everything mm-hmm. are good, but uh, just how like the actors suffer at the hands of like the script where they're doing stupid things, good mm-hmm. actors, bad script. I think good cinematically, but like 
bad lighting. Mm-hmm. It is so dim that you can't see what's happening half the time. And I think that there's there's a couple times where they're supposed to be like you can see the woman in black like behind them, but it's so faint. It's like kind yeah. of pointless. Like I was like, is that her? It was almost like Where's Waldo, but with yeah. uh, with just white fog. I'm like trying to like you should be able to see a woman in black and white fog. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to. That seems was, like, hey, that's a given. It was just poorly lit. It was very poorly lit. And there, a lot of times, yeah, like even in the house, I was just like, what? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I think that, like, that, I mean, obviously, I heard this movie. This movie, it's not up to snuff that it should be. It's not yeah. how you say a movie that someone should watch because they want to watch horror movies. Uh, in October, right? Yeah. There are a lot of other horror movies that you should watch. Even the first one. Yeah, I watch mean, the I, first one instead of I this. remember w- enjoying the first one. Yeah. it was. It's been a while, but like I remember at least enjoying it enough. Yeah, it's just a gothic horror. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I can get behind it. This one. Just, but that's what I mean. Like, I loved the gothic aspect of it, right? There was, there was this... this resurgence of like this gothic horror that was happening during that time you know what i mean you got you got like nicole kidman and the others and like you had yeah. this movie where it was kind of like towards the end of that where it was like you know where you have kind of like that creepiness because it's kind of like this unknown because it happens towards the, the turn of the century where like oh i don't know what's going to happen you know what i mean yeah so maybe that feeds into just anxiety of of, of people as well and so I think that like that works for a plot but having the World War II thing and then not really kind of deal with World War II and then by the way the end of the movie it's like oh World War II is done yeah the bombing the, the bombing stopped part. she adopts she adopts the one kid and yeah. she's like okay the end yeah except it's not the end because we have another yeah. jump scare but I, I love how it's like oh everyone's just walking the streets yeah Oh, the bombing must be must be done. We don't even have any. Like the kid didn't grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we didn't have like a thing that said like three years later. And we uh-huh. didn't even know like what part of, you know, like what year this is. I mean, it just was kind of like, yeah. Well, the, the kid the whole time has been silent and everything, mm-hmm. and you know, we learned that the the heroine is given up a child, um, had a child taken from her mm-hmm. um, when she gave birth because she was so young, and so. She's taken on the main little boy and has to fight the the woman in black to get him back. Um, and of course, the hero, like the you know the supporting hero of the story, ends up sacrificing himself to save them. Fine, um, but yeah, it's just like what for? Like you don't see them. Like all of a sudden, they're like in like brightly lit clothing and like the house know, is right? like immaculate especially for like in London that's for been London? bombed and so like what do you you know like okay so you have this flat and you know it's like, the it's, best lit part it's of just the like whole the movie, war is way. over now yeah. or yeah war is over yeah I don't um, get it yeah I didn't quite yeah I didn't understand that she she knobs the kid and then you're thinking oh this is nice yeah so we get like a nice little because because Everything kind of, 
as much as like the plot frustrates me, and it's not that great of a plot, don't get me wrong. Everything does come together for it. Like she adopts a kid because she like her history is that she lost a kid in birth. Yeah. He's an orphan. We get that. The one uh the the the, the pilot guy saves them but sacrifices himself. Yeah. Because he was considered he was a, coward. a coward because he had PTSD. That all makes sense in a way, even though yeah. it's not really it, it just feels like it's executed in a way where it's just let's just tag that on. Let's just put that on. Right yeah. at the end, right? Um, but I just feel like, why? Yeah. <laughs> because it's just like, why do we have to tie that up? And like, and then why do we have to be all like, and war is over, and I adopted him. Oh, but wait, we're going to go back to the place where they were, and it's not over yet, because boom, the the the, the one uh, picture cracks, and it's the woman in black. Yeah. Makes so no we sense. assume that it's going to be a now third she movie? followed them to fucking London, and then she followed them, and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. Um, so yeah, that, that sheep that cheapens the movie, yes. really like a lot. It does. It it makes it even worse. Yeah, and like uh, as we got to that scene, I was like, okay, good, they got away, yeah, or whatever, because like you think excited because even like in the original. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Spoiler: Daniel Radcliffe dies, <gasps> and his son does too. How dare you? But at least they're reunited with the his right. Dead if wife. I remember correctly, on the train aspect, there's like a scene yeah. with a train. Yeah, they get hit by a train. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, but at least like you see them in the afterlife being reunited. So there's That's a happy true. aspect to it. Like it's a happy sad thing. Right. And you get that here, which a is very bit too. British to me. A happy yes. sad kind of thing. You get that here a little bit too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that last jump scare is just so, so cheap. Um, and, and even then, like the jump scares are so pointless in this movie, mainly it's because pointless. You know, you said the thing about where you'd see the guy motion, and you knew that's how something would slingshot. Yes. The, but that's the music. Uh, the audio editing on this yeah. is also very bad, and so. Here's here's what's happening. So I'll, I'll demonstrate for you. Well, listeners. I told everyone you like when the when the music would go. That's where it the music goes. Would stop. Yeah. Wait, do we need to rewind? Yeah. I and said it, this at the, be- <laughs> the beginning I of the podcast. <laughs> I was doing other things, like dreaming of. Were you this dreaming movie? of like ice cream cones and like <laughs> yes. something else? I was dreaming of. Were you dreaming of actually Kim. watching the women in black one? Yes, I was. Actually, I would be too. I was, I was thinking about how much that movie was so much better. But I agree with you. Like there is, the, but that's a better to me. That's a better ending than like this movie. Um, even if it, even if you don't have the jump scare at the end of the movie, because it is happy, sad. It's more the way it is. Yeah. So, uh, but I agree with you. Like there, there's moments. There's a bird hits a door. A bird hits a it's door. It's a window. A window, yeah. window, whatever. Same thing. We've seen this before. Yeah. Anything that, like... I hate to I hate to do this because it's like... I appreciate people, like, making movies because I wouldn't know the first step of doing it. But I'm just kind of amazed that in, in 2014, we were still making horror movies like this to where it was just like there was nothing to it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I can't imagine like people going, "You really need to see Woman in Black too." Those jump scares were amazing. That kid, that kid in that gas mask scared me. Yeah. 
Well, it's I also think like that, British kids are like I get like the aspect of British kids are creepy, but that's overdone too, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, British kids are creepy. Oh no. Well, okay. So I think that the the whole difference is like yes, jump scares can be frightening and used in the right way, right. of course, definitely. Um, but that's not the only thing that made like so like just looking at the first movie, that's not the only thing that made it creepy. There's the environment, the story behind it, like there's just these elements like the in, in the first one there was the feeling of like the isolation that added to the tension because they said um there was the cause you the, couldn't, when the tide would come in there. Yeah. You couldn't get across like you were stuck there. I liked that because like to me that heightened that was almost like a, like a jump scare in a way that it heightened the, the situation yeah. where you're stuck in this house and you can't get away. Yes. You know what I mean? This I'm like you just drive off and go wherever to you know the town. Yeah. So. And they kind of mentioned oh the tide's coming in but you never actually like deal with it. Like, really. It doesn't become like a the it tide is not like a character for like it was the, the character first. of the the pilot. But that's about it. Yeah. There's a lot of like backstory with these characters that they they keep saying, but it's like it's but it's almost to the point where like I don't really like most of these characters or have invested yeah. a lot of them a lot of time for them. They're not bad characters. They're not it's bad characters, like, but I just don't care about them yeah. that much. Yeah. They're not great either, you know. Right. I mean, like where I can invest my time with it. So. Right. I mean, they're not like yeah. bad, bad characters as in bad people. No, they're good people. They're good people. But we just—it's kind of like they're so but also like they're I need so them like, like one-dimensional. Up, up some value to them, so I'm yeah. investing my time in them, which is not happening in this movie. Should we do our five questions? Shall we? Uh, yes. I always say, should. shall we do our by, five questions? By the shall way. We? Go ahead. By the way, uh, did you also see the thing about there was supposed to be a third one? Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of just stopping that so we could mention that when we were like, should we reboot it or whatever? Okay. We could talk about it then. Yeah, but, we'll talk about it. You then. know, just jump the gun. Why not? I just, yeah. I, because I was thinking about that while I we were watching I was thinking about it. that too, but I wanted to talk about that when we were doing our five yeah. questions because I, I, I'm actually intrigued by that. Yes, I am too. Okay. Okay. So what did you think was the best part of the movie? Can we skip that and can we go to um, the acting? The acting actually is probably the best part of this movie. There are some directing choices that are okay. Um, this is a director that should stick to TV. And he's done like Peaky Blinders. Yeah. But there's like, I just feel like he would be good at hour long stories mm-hmm. and not like half hour or uh, two hours or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the acting, the acting is probably the best part. And as far as the like, Eve's fine. Like she's she's fine. Like she acts fine. She's you know. But I kind of really enjoyed the other teacher a little bit more. Yes, very much so. I thought she was probably the best of. I would agree. Yeah. I would she agree. has a good. She has a good moment where she's like, "I should have trusted you. I should have believed in you." I also do you know what I mean? Like, like that scene. Yeah. Yeah. So Helen McCrory has a good, like she's the other headmistress, uh, Jean. She has this interesting moment, but again, you don't like 
Yeah. But nothing comes from that. Yeah, nothing comes from it. But there's this whole scene where she's, again, talking about her sons. Uh, her husband's like a, is a brigadier general. Mm-hmm. Her son's enlisted. And uh, Eve's like, can I see a picture of him? She's like, I remember what they look like. So, like, basically kind of like putting an end to the conversation. Like, I remember what they look like. But you, and Eve's still talking about it. But, like, I think that, like, Helen McCrory does such a good job with subtext. You get the feeling her sons are dead. Right. But she's not saying that. And she's not, like... It's almost like she doesn't want she's to not believe being emotionally, that She's being very British emotion-wise. Yes. yes very <laughs> she's being very, like, prim and proper. Stoic about it. Yeah, she's yeah. not saying these things. She's just... Whole, you because know. if I say them, say it, it's real. Yes. And I don't want it to be real. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, everybody's had a hell of a time. Like, you know, she's mm. she's trying to be stiff upper lip about it. And so um, she. So uh, she your favorite part of the movie? I, so I think so. Like, mine. well, I think that like overall the acting is mm. fine. Like even the kids. Yeah, the kids are great fine too job. for what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They do it. Yeah. They do a really good job. The um, Tommy the, they do the hell. best they can with did a go to script hell. that's but, probably lacking. Um, but. I think Helen McCrory, out of all the actors mm. with this, I think is by far the best. I think that the pilot guy, I can't think of who the actor is, did a fine job. Jeremy Again, these, Irving? Yeah, these are yeah. fine actors, you know? Yeah. But I also feel like these are actors that, if given the chance, they would be almost like side characters in Shakespeare. And so they would they would have, you know, enough gumption to, like, enough you know yeah pedigree in them to like do what's what's expected of them yeah yeah question two uh reboot continue or cancel uh well this is what we were we're, we were going to talk about they were going to talk about um a woman in black three oh they were yeah set about 40 years later i don't know why all these movies are going to be set 40 years later but we were talking about like 1983 yeah yeah um, I'm kind of interested in that, to tell you the truth. Um, only because I love the eighties. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering what that would look like, because I I kind of wanted like maybe this throwback of like, and I, granted it wouldn't be American eighties, but it would be you know British eighties. Right. But you could really kind of throw that back, and I mm-hmm. think that that would be interesting in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And still keep some of the mythology of the first movie and even some that they build here, but not a lot. What do you think? I thought the same thing, like as we were watching it and I thought, Oh, 40 years. And I thought, well, 40 years later would be the eighties. Yeah. And so I was like, wouldn't it be cool? Like if like there was another movie that took place further mythologically, mm-hmm. but like maybe this is they, that whole area. Cause it already looks dilapidated 40 years later. Right. So another 40 years later, like all that stuff probably going to be gone. It'll probably be like caved in and whatever, like the remnants of this town. Yeah. But what if like someone goes in and like just updates it and tries to make it like a, a bed and breakfast of it or something? Yeah. You know, well, basically mean? we'll taking all that stuff out to be torn down. It's all rotten and looking right. whatever. But like they build more of like a contemporary kind right. of like getaway or city or like, you know, this is kind of our seaside village mm-hmm. type thing um you know and then making more of a plot for the right hey, here's this island or hell 
go to the, uh, you know, this is like a rehab or like mental. Sure. Or something like that. Down the road there too. Like, I mean, whatever it is, but like, I, I like the idea of like not just happening like rapid fire one after the other. I like the idea of time taking place between each one. I do too. But this movie doesn't make me want to watch a third movie. But them saying that it's 40 years later and like they wanted to do one, that makes me want to watch a third mm-hmm. one. But this movie doesn't. Yeah. If they did do a third one, they really need to like kind of like change the title to like maybe maybe kind of trick us yeah. to make it seem like we're not watching a third Woman in Black movie. Agreed. But then go, oh shit, we're watching a third Woman in Black movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just be kind of creative in, in it because you come on. You know, horror is having to come back and just do something different with it. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so I could see it going. Yeah, but this movie doesn't doesn't make me want to think that it should no. go. If I was just watching this, no. Or like I could see like maybe a la more of like the old like Friday the Thirteenth kind of series. You know, like the series itself, like do like an anthology show where it's just stories about like kids and hauntings and whatever. No. I don't see that. I see these like being isolated movies that are kind of like, you know, uh, like on top of, not on top of each other, but like four years later. I don't know. I just, I don't like the anthology of it. Mm-hmm. I think there's too much at risk to screw up. I think that these need to be contained in two hour movies. I don't know. That's just me though. That's I, what I think. I already think it's screwed up, so I don't think an anthology would hurt right, it I anymore. Think it's screwed up right. anyway, but go, go ahead. Uh, does this movie stand on its own? I think it does, to tell you the truth. There's not a lot from the Daniel Radcliffe that I really needed to know. Just maybe the house itself. Yeah. If they would have... even that, like, it's kind of not really well, explained. You yeah, explained. you don't even tie it to it at all. Right, they don't really tie it to it. Now, I find if, that, like, the, the worst the movie is... The least tied to the original that it is a lot yeah. of times. No, not not every time, but sometimes that happens. Yes, um, and I will say, like, even the village, like we don't, like you don't hear what's happened to the village between. You basically, uh, the blind guy kind of like says that the, all the his friends have died, meaning the other kids, but you don't talk about like. Uh, they don't talk about like then everybody moved away or then yeah. whatever happened. Like you don't discuss any of that. But why or, not have Edward forty years later? You know he's you know he has to go and he realizes oh shit I'm at this like you know bed and breakfast and it just happens to be the same place where he was at right like mm-hmm. I don't know that could be interesting or yeah. something you know get a you know forty year forty year old actor to play him I don't know I, yeah. I'm just saying like. There's enough to go through this. But yeah, it stands or, on its own. Or he's he runs the bed and breakfast, whatever, because even though he says he's free, the woman in black calls him back. Calls there. him back, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And now he's basically picking up for her. Yeah. Or like he's, he's killing people. people. For her. Yeah. Or doing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Go for it. Do it. I am typing. But <laughs> I'm typing that. We're going to make $12,000. We're going to make a whole $12,000 with this movie. <laughs> it does stand on its own in a weird, 
sort of way that it shouldn't stand on its own. I feel like there was a moment where Daniel Radcliffe was rumored to be have a cameo. How? I don't know. I think um, it was going like to be a ghost or something. Yeah, I think it was yeah. going to be like uh, so. There's you see all like the ghost kids showing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, okay, gotcha. and like where like in the water where people were pulling gotcha. them down uh, at the end, and like the late woman in black was watching. I think he was supposed to be part that of that. Been nice, especially like nowadays to have it, but like it also kind of would have cheapened it. it I think it would have cheapened the first movie too, because we we get the yeah. idea that he's now in the afterlife, and like their family is reunited. That's true, they're reunited, and then so to have them stupid. have be these shades that are pulling people down. Like I don't. And that's think why Daniel Radcliffe said no. Plus he was too busy doing good things doing Broadway. making money <laughs> uh, what's our question for uh, would you watch this make you want to watch the first one this does not make me want to watch this movie does not make me want to watch the if first you watch one. this one first you wouldn't go if I watch watched this one first it doesn't having yeah. said that if I watched the first one which we did it would make me want to watch the second one because the first one is very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. It's not doing anything revolutionary, the first movie. Right. But it is enjoyable. And it's something that I would probably revisit because it's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. And it's gothic horror and it's fine. Yes. Um, but I, mean, I don't, I'm not going to revisit it anytime soon. But, uh, you know, this movie does not make me want to watch the first one. You? Um... If this was the first one I had watched, I don't think I would watch the first mm-hmm. one. I would assume it was bad. Mm-hmm. But like, you're right. Like I, the first one's great. I'm glad we've watched that one before. But like this one in and of itself would not have made yeah. me want to watch the other one. Yeah. Um. Sum up your experience in two words. Jump scare. This is jump scare. The movie. <laughs> jump scare is the two words that I mean. There's so many jump scares in this movie. It relies on the fact that it's going to get you through jump scares. And the one creepy moment that happens, it really isn't that creepy. To be I mean, it's sort of creepy. And like, I, I think I was like, let's watch the trailer before we watch the movie. And everything that was in the trailer was in the movie. And uh, and then some like it's like, well, like all the all the biggest scares, all the biggest. And, scares. Yeah. and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like it just doesn't make sense, and so I'm like, when you watch it, when you watch the trailer, and and like those are kind of like your big scares. I'm like, this movie's not gonna be that great. This movie is like, gonna be like oh no. But again, like I think that people should, if you are going to watch this, watch this because of that you're you're a fan of the actors, that you, and you've you've seen stuff that they've done, and you're like, I want to see this. Like I've done that where I've watched crappy stuff from yeah. from actors that I like. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, they did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, other than that, there's really no reason to yeah, watch women. Except if you really want to know how to do generic jump scares. Yes. So to do a basic building block? Yeah. To like like maybe if you're in horror one oh one. And you're like, how do I do a jump scare? Watch this movie then. Yeah. Because it'll teach well, you. It's it's the boy who cried wolf after a little while. Oh, like, after a while, you're like. Well, it's like, you know, when you, and again, like the whole point of a jump scare, you are already tense. You go, ah, and psych them out. And then people go, ha, 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 ha. 
their levels come back down and they feel calmed mm-hmm. and then jump scare like the real scare comes yeah, the real scare. because all of a sudden it's not expected mm-hmm. that's how you heighten a scare that's not really that right scary. But like, to the point where like even the ending when when they are leaving and you're like oh the credits are gonna roll because we we see nope it goes it slowly pans back yeah. when it slowly pans back to the apartment where they're at or wherever they're they're staying at and you're like, oh, it's going to that that photo. I bet it's going to do something. We're going to see it in the reflection. And boom, it happens. Yeah. Like when you can predict things. Yeah. Because it's not challenging you. It's not a good movie. And this isn't. So I, and I'm so, and I'm kind of disappointed that this isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be kind of like a. Ooh, this is like an underappreciated gem. Yeah, like an underrated movie that you're like, but, hey, have you seen Women in Black 2? Yeah. Oh, you should really see that because... And then people are like, oh, wow, I watched that. Yeah. But there's nothing I can, can kind of grab on. Yeah. Two in this movie. No, no. So, you now my two words, like... Oh, I guess I you have two words. Yeah, I, I do get those also. Sure. The, the um, I didn't know how to say it necessarily. And so I thought... I'm going to try this, but I'm going to use inflection to say what I have to oh, say. Oh, go ahead. True. Horror? Borer. Horror? Borer. <laughs> yeah. Horror? Horror? Borer. Yeah. It's not a horror. Is this it's because you wanted to rhyme? Huh? You wanted to rhyme, didn't you? I was trying to think of <laughs> something to say. You've been, watching like, too, you've been watching too much Nipsey Russell episodes of The Match Game? <laughs> I have been. Or that Nipsey the Russell pilot, black. that pilot that was the Nipsey Russell show oh, that pilot Nipsey thing Russell that was, pilot that we was just show. like five minutes of actual game show <laughs> and twenty minutes you of him the just one that he hosted? shit. Yeah, uh, that was better than this movie. All right, <laughs> the, the uh, why horror bore? Why horror bore? Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, gotta guess, but why? because like you know, even with like okay, even if you were doing jump scares, even if you were trying to get to the point where you were like, hey. We're going to do, uh, you know, scarier stuff or pick it up. It never really picks up. It's so slow burn. Like, and the first one was slow burn, but it was more like. But it's rewarding. But it is rewarding. And this was but a lot of been, like. It should be Slow rewarding. burn rewarded with nothing. And uh, it was just rough. And even like. Even when there's like scary stuff with like the kids. Like, okay, the stuff with. There's uh of course, one of the kids that gets killed is, like, the oldest kid of the bunch. Like, you don't want to do it to little, little kids. They do it to the older ones uh, or kids who are assholes. And, right. uh, like, the first one, like, the girl is basically strangling herself with yarn. And then later she suffocates herself. And those moments should be pretty fucking creepy and scary, especially because, like, kids are these innocents that you're supposed to protect. And, like, you know, you get the feeling like you can't protect them mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And uh, I was just like, okay, <laughs> like do it, right? <laughs> it's just not. Well, like, it's not even like it's not even so bad. You can make fun of it. Yeah, you know, it's not even that. No, it's not because the acting's fine. Yeah, so it's like you can't even like laugh at it like mm-hmm. through that because you're just like, Ugh. yes, you know what I mean. Like when you watch a bad horror movie and you're like, ah, well, at least I can make fun of this and like that's how I can get through it. This is just painful. Yes, to to watch and so. Oh. It's, it's too bad because there are people in this movie that that are doing good work, mm-hmm. including the director doing some Peaky Blinder episodes and stuff. So uh, I would actually just look at the cast and look at what they're doing. And I would 
rather you watch their other stuff. On their things, well. yep. <laughs> so where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us at the deucepodcast.podbean.com. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Is Apple Podcasts a thing? Or was it iTunes? Like, well, yeah, instead uh, of iTunes. Is it Apple, Apple Tunes? What's, What's it called now? Apple Podcasts. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's the podcasting portion because mm-hmm. it's self-sustaining now. Is it? Do they change it for Halloween? Is it bobbing for Apple's podcast? No. Okay. Probably because this is a terrible joke and we need to move forward. <laughs> yes. Okay. Google Play. Or or is it now Google Play? <laughs> uh Stitcher. Stitcher or or Stitcher Up, Mummy. <laughs> what the last part? <laughs> I don't know. The, the uh um pod knife. Pod knife. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Uh, <laughs> no, basically a lot of those podcatchers we are on there. Also, you can find us at the No Phony Podcast Network uh, as well as all of our podcast mates. Yes. So go check those out. Check out everyone on the No Phony Podcast Network. Yes. Do yourself a favor and uh, thank your earbuds later. Yes. So I would say, uh, uh, you it's know. The, it's the Whitman Sampler of Podcast Networks. It is. Or it's the Russell Stover Sampler of Podcasts. Yes. It's, well, those, we should go Russell Stover. Yeah. It seems more high quality. <laughs> the Whitman Sampler. It's the Kellogg's variety pack that you get for vacation. Ooh, yeah. Is that better? Is that yeah. better for That's you? That's fun. Oh, corn Pops. Corn Pops. It's one of those... One of those chip packs that you uh, get for road trips. I'm just trying to get to 50 uh, minutes on this podcast. That's all I'm trying <laughs> so to do. Uh, we're getting there. So, you got to keep uh, our sponsors happy. Sponsors. Keep do we have sponsors any sponsors? Happy. Yep. Uh, and, and also, we are sponsored by CoolCoin, the uh, the cryptocurrency. CoolCoin. Cool everyone should get CoolCoin. CoolCoin. So, uh, get yourself some CoolCoin today. And brought to you by, oh, shit, Women in Black 2. Uh, oh, cool. no. What have I done? All right, folks. Remember, the sequel is king. <laughs>